mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. My name is Tommy Dasselow. Thank you very much for joining us. Sitting next to me, the other half of the program, Carl Chan. G'day, dickhead. How you going over there, buddy? Oh, man, I think there's a guest really itching to get on. Yeah, uh, I think there's a seal doing some little <laughs> tricks in the corner of the podcast. Usually we say something up front. I think we better just get the guests on because they might actually concuss themselves yeah, if we right. don't get them on. Well, let's get straight into it. First of all, making his formal debut on the show. You heard him on our Perth Live episode last year. Recently moved to Melbourne. It's Mike Goldstein. Yeah, yes. Thanks for sorry about that noise. That was just me so excited I was batting off in the corner. <laughs> so. Well, establishing credentials up the top of the show, doing a wank joke five he has, seconds. Five in. seconds. He in. has listened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, you know him as stand-up comedian, television actor, film actor, mm. published author. Oh. Welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Greg Fleet. I'm touching my penis till stuff comes at the end. Oh, wow. <laughs> we we, double, so we doubled that, down on that. He, he yeah. made that classy. <laughs> I just yeah, ripped off Mark's gear. <laughs> this ain't your grandpappy's batting off joke. <laughs> That's all right. I'll, I'll write a book called These Things Fapping. <laughs> oh. oh, well, let's introduce this. So Greg Fleet has got a brand new book out called These Things Happen. That's yes. why. That's how Mike Goldstein happened to Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> just then. Uh, I think you mean Weird Al Wankovic. <laughs> oh. Two. <laughs> oh, wow, all the, all the grandmas that listen to this podcast has switched off the podcast And viewer. if he was, uh, if he was um, uh, a woman that was uh, married to a gay guy... <laughs> Here comes a longbow. To, to <laughs> pretend that the guy wasn't really gay, he'd be called... Beard alley yet wake up. Oh, wow. That is on sale now at Greg Fleet's <laughs> Longbow <laughs> Warehouse. Is that chapters 5 yeah. through 17? Yeah. Or? And I can't work out why it's not selling. <laughs> 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 so this is it. We're looking at a copy of the book that is yes. not yet on shelves. No, there's, uh, there's, I think there's about six of these in existence, these copies of this book. Oh, well, you, you're bound to sell it out at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, it's, uh, it's pretty pretty exciting having a having a book uh, like you know I've obviously had it on online and you know you know on computer and all that sort of stuff but when they actually finally print it and give it to you it's pretty awesome holding it in yeah your hand I'll bet it's, it's, yeah. you were doing you know, this strange pre-marketing technique as you were writing the book of just getting on Facebook and posting whole chapters as a status which well, I thought uh, was a very weird technique no it was actually good it was actually really good because I, what I was doing was getting immediate feedback from people I mean it's actually I think that's well, is that what happens you don't hire an editor you just put on Facebook yeah, Facebook yeah, and people yeah, yeah. correct you. Yeah, no. wait for Robbo to sound to say this sounds gay. Oh, okay. Take Robbo's feedback on board. Well, that was the chapter. Uh, there is one chapter where I uh, explain my one gay adventure. Oh, and, uh, oh. I think it's... Robbo read that and thought that was what the whole book's about. So, what the bit where you had sex with a man? He said that was a bit gay. Yeah, and he, a bit was in inverted commas. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. So, so these things have it is an autobiography of, of yeah. sorts. A memoir. A memoir. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In the, uh, Emphasis on buy and biography. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm just going to throw in. <laughs> no, please, go right ahead. <laughs> oh, I want to have an emphasis on ography. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it, it, that's what it is. And it's basically about, uh, it's quite a, you know, there's uh, obviously uh, a lot of drug stories, but also a lot of showbiz stories and anecdotes. And uh, Which one does the fucking a man uh, fall under? Uh, <laughs> that's both. That's both. But there is one about, uh, there's a good chapter in there um, about uh, basically when the, the supposedly the mob had part ownership in the comedy club in Carlton and we used to all go oh bullshit that's not true but uh, I think in hindsight it was the Carlton crew and 
And one night, oh, wow. a guy came up, Tony Martin, Mick Malloy, The Empty Pockets and I were doing a show. And a guy, it was when the, the, the comedy club was in Carlton, in, I don't know if you remember the venue, but it was in uh, where there's this big sort of shopping complex and there was upstairs, there's a nightclub. So there's an escalator and a guy got found, after the comedy club at night, there'd be a nightclub, right, every yeah. night. And uh, a guy got found dead at the bottom of the escalators one morning. So the next night, we all turn up for work and we're all like, oh my God, could talk about the dead guy, how exciting. And we talk about the dead guy, it's going to be great. <laughs> and a guy, the only time we'd ever seen any kind of mob-like behaviour, this guy comes in who in hindsight, I swear, was Alphonse. Oh, uh, Gangitano. He comes in, a guy comes in in a suit who literally looks like he's out of Mafia Central Casting and walks in and goes, uh, hey, go, fellas. And we're all like, oh, g'day. And he goes, hey, listen, uh, we would appreciate it if you didn't talk about uh, the guy that was found uh, this morning. And Mick Malloy goes, you mean the dead guy? <laughs> he goes, yeah, 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 the dead guy. Yeah, we would, we would appreciate it if you didn't talk about the dead guy. Tonight... Or ever, right? <laughs> and we all just immediately go, oh, God, of course not. No, we weren't going to talk about the dead. Why would we talk about the dead guy who was found dead at our venue, you know? And uh, he goes to leave. This is the greatest leaving, you know, sort of parting words I've ever heard. He goes to leave the room. He gets to the door and he stops and he turns back around and he goes, I mean, anyway, at this stage, we don't know whether he fell off or whether he got stabbed off. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> stabbed off. You know, how au fait with stabbing people do you have to be to, to know if someone's been stabbed yeah. off or something? Yeah, Detective Mafia. Yeah. The case open. I like it. So you got told never to speak of that, so you thought, I'll put it in a book. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. Then I'll retell I'll, it on a podcast. I'll, I'll, wait till, I'll wait till the guy who said that has been shot in the head three times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty good rule. You don't, you don't definitely know that was Alphonse Gangitano. That that may have just been uh, uh, Vince Colosimo. Exactly. <laughs> it probably was. Actually, now that I think about it, he was in Heartbreak High. So, <laughs> and just okay, just to bring a full circle, stabbed off sounds like the worst wristy. <laughs> Absolutely, the worst kind of wristy. At some stage, Mike Goldstein's going to say something G-rated. Mike G-rated. Goldstein rated. <laughs> I like that in your book so it's got it's uh, one of the first things that says in your book is some of the people in this book have had their names changed to protect our identities is this even about you <laughs> <laughs> is this about someone completely different and you just whack Greg Fleet on the no, top no have you noticed that Greg Fleet's spelt with three E's <laughs> <laughs> what's the uh, Carl what's the uh, what's the catalogue number on this bad boy oh. it spoils some good content for people no, 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 I don't want to give that away you want to give people a reason to buy the book so. what does catalogue number mean just in the front it's like it's in the front inside cover generally yeah. Yeah. It? Like, it usually like how many books they've published ever in their lives. Isn't it something to do with where the National Library filed yeah, yeah, it or yeah, something? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which is, there's a National Library that, and they get a copy of like every newspaper, every periodical, every book. I can't imagine how big that, that library must be. Yeah. Because they're supposed to have a copy of every halfway decent newspaper there is yeah. in Australia. Carl Chandler would be pretty well represented in the National Library. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, You've yeah. got the, uh, you got Funny Buggers. Yeah, I've got a book you got, uh, How buggers. many volumes of the Kevin Sheedy joke book? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I have got one volume of that. Two, that's me, my good name. But, are they, but they're all in line or are they solid? Like, you know, uh, the actual... The books, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, this, this... So the books aren't online. They're actually a book. They get a copy. shelf. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Because I used to work in a book publisher and, you know, even at the... I used to work at the Mirabarra Advertiser, Clang. Uh, Do you reckon they're catalogued in at the They National are. Lab. Are they, they really? Are. That's also, why all your fake uh, TV guide yes. listings that you used to put in. All the horrible things I snuck into a newspaper <laughs> are catalogued in the National Archive. Oh, awesome. Because there used to be an archive in the Mirabarra Advertiser of all, their co- all the copies 
they ever made of their newspaper. But I did work experience there once and I just went in there and ripped out all the mentions of me. <laughs> <laughs> you went, hang on, I want to do this for a living, so you've got to wipe any, any, yeah. any reference to me being no, involved just, in this. It was this. just all the times I kicked a goal in soccer in the under-14s. I just went in there and went, oh, I'll get a copy of that and just so ripped them all out. when our <laughs> society is just reduced to rubble and we're all gone yeah. and then some future race, the only... No one will ever know that I kicked any goals <laughs> in the under-14s but who kicked that goal? <laughs> the only relic that they have to rebuild this society perfectly yep. is the Maryborough advertiser. So we'll just have this an exact replica of the world we have now, but except minus with, Carl Chandler. Except with no soccer. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be no record of soccer having There's a Carl Chandler who's really bad at soccer, just walking around. <laughs> so people go, do you, know, hey, do you believe in soccer? And so you go, no, that'd be stupid. Mate. There's no proof. Uh, I have some faith. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll have faith when they can prove to me <laughs> yeah. that soccer exists. And there'll be like a Moulder from the X-Files in the future. Yeah, yeah, going yeah, through yeah, these newspapers, yeah, seeing yeah, the ripped out ta- taunting, going, okay. fuck, I was nearly there. Yeah, I nearly <laughs> had the evidence. As he, as he walks in, he sees a guy walking out of the library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Carl's old enough. It'd be on microfish. Oh, oh. oh all right. Well, I, I like getting an old joke in when I'm only the second oldest person in the room. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Just, oh, thanks. <laughs> stay away from Fleety. Just thank God, Fleety's here. <laughs> so yeah, this National Library. So they're, they're every book that comes in, they every must be newspaper. have to be constantly rebuilding to make this place bigger. Yeah, oh, they must be really... psyched for the day that publishing finally dies, and they think of we're done. This is it. We've got every book if, that has if, will ever be made. It'll, it'll be, be underground. Under, yeah. Over losing your job forever, I guess. <laughs> it'll be one of those things where you open a door. It looks like just a normal sized library, but at one point you know, they go, "Don't open the door," and you open the door, and you look, you almost fall off, like you know, like walking down an elevator shaft, but you almost fall off, and there's like. Like just like seven hundred levels of just book, 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 you know, uh, and there's like people working down there who've never seen the light of day, yeah. and yeah, yeah, it would make no because it literally like just the Maribyrnong advertiser would take just heaps of room, and it's yeah. like the shittest yeah. newspaper. But guy. why does it exist? The the Mirabar Advertiser. No, the, the, yeah, the, the yeah. National people of when I kick What's a goal. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yet he's taken away that glory. He's taken away that sweet little thing yeah, from the them. The one yeah. thing. The, the one thing they needed. Library, why do we need one copy of every book just in one central... Like, why? Well, what are we supposed to do? Just get rid of every, you know, piece of evidence that anything ever existed? Like, that's how we know about history, by keeping things like that. But it's still out. I mean, it's not like there's a National Blu-ray library where they're just mm. keeping every copy of... It probably you know, is. Yeah. But <laughs> also, with that, but you don't need to have them all in one space. You could just exactly. go, oh, we need to know if, you know, Greg Fleet's these things happen, uh, ever existed. Has anyone got a copy? And Mrs. Harrison of... <laughs> 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 yeah, I've got we one. We need to yeah. know if this ever existed. But would they, would they have Betamax and Laserdisc and everything? Like, what yeah, if there's be? a place that just keeps every form of entertainment yeah. ever, then I'm fine with that. Yeah. And then would they also have, like, action figures? Like, every action figure? <laughs> That's not like Noah's Ark. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two of the books. Two, two of, of every toy. Yeah. <laughs> two of everything that ever existed. I think yeah. that's just this planet. Yeah. Like, that's like, where you keep everything. You hear, like, yeah, Noah complaining about getting two of every animal. And there's a guy called Steve. He goes, mate, I did get two of everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, so at some stage, your publisher, Pan McMillan, will have to send off uh, uh-huh. copies of this book to the National Library. And so you'll be, uh, 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 this book will be kept forever in there. Because that's, that's what I used to do at the Mirror Advertiser. We, I, I used to, part of my job was to send out subscriptions uh, to other people that had subscriptions to the paper in other towns. And there was always a couple of copies that went to Canberra to the National Library. But people oh. in other towns are subscribing to the Maryborough Advertiser. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. no, other people's people used weird. to live there. People used to get, oh, mate, I miss Maryborough. I wouldn't mind. 
What am I just reading up on the old Mary? Mary? You know, seeing how the soccer's going. Yeah. There's no soccer. Yeah. Hang on, that's been torn out roughly by hand. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's what happens. Like my mum, when I see my mum and dad, I haven't lived in Maribor for 20 years, and when I see them, they'll go, "Here you go, this is the latest copy of the Maribor Advertiser." I'm like, I, I haven't played soccer there for 20 years. There's nothing for me in this. And what's making front page of the Maribor Advertiser these days? Someone ripping out the soccer scores. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny you say the that. soccer bandit. Yeah. It's funny you say that. My friend, literally today, my friend Glenn Pike uh, from Maribor that uh, shout out lives. Yeah, Clang. Shout out to friend of the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> friend of Carl Chandler. Yeah. <laughs> friend of soccer. Yeah. Uh, he actually sent me a picture of the Maribor advertiser today, going. Guess what? I uh, I made the front of Maribor advertiser. Ooh. Check it out. And I went picture please, and he sent it to me, and it was just a picture of him with like like drenched in water. He's just it was hardly <laughs> posing. But he just had water going over his head. And I couldn't read the fine detail. I bet you I know what it was. What? He had coached the winning team in something. No, and they'd no, done no, that no. Gatorade dump. He, he only just got around to the ice bucket challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just in Maribyrnong. <laughs> <laughs> no, but literally, I looked at what Local it was. Local hero saves literally millions of lives. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what it was was uh, I recognised a photo from, my, from um, Glenn's Facebook feed. He'd been in this sort of tiny, tiny uh, uh, row of photos that he'd, one of his friends had done at a photographer. So they'd just taken... It was like local man is in photo. <laughs> <laughs> Nation shocked. <laughs> we made the big time, boys. Uh, someone took a picture of one of our members. It's in the big smoke. So he's local yours. man is in photo. <laughs> Great. So he's a mate of yours who's lived in Maribor this whole time? No, no, no. Like he he moved out basically the same time I did. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. But he's, he's still getting back. traction down there. Yeah, yeah. It was like a guy from 20 years ago was in a photo. So oh, he hasn't even gone back. It's not like he's moved back there. No, no, no. Oh, did. wow. He, so yeah, this is like right. an alumni thing. That yeah, must yeah, make, yeah, you yeah. must feel shit. Yeah. 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 Did he, did he ever engine. score a goal? No, well, not on record. No. Yeah, well, no one has on record. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Maribor won 5 0. Oh, who scored the goals? No one. Yeah. No, no one. one scored them. No yeah. one. Just yeah. untitled. Yeah. Untitled goals. Untitled. Anonymous. <laughs> scored three. Bernie Torpin and Elton John. So, no, because what he said to me was, and it reminded me back then when I used to work there at the Maribor like because there's no you know there's nothing going on like that actually put me off journalism at some stage um, growing up in high school I wanted to be a journalist and I went there on work experience and that's when I tore out all those soccer scores and, and they said you can be a journalist and you can follow around our journalists and that's what put me off because I was being I was being brought around into even smaller towns in Maribyrnong and like going to the cop shop and going has anything happened here this week in Avoca and they go oh someone broke a window whoa let me write this down give me, give me a pen did it start being like uh, like Night's Night Crawler where people you know where the guy starts creating his own yeah, crimes yeah. Yeah, right. yeah no it was so yeah. Boring. It was just going That's up. The farmers going. Has anything happened at the That's farm? That's interesting that you say that because I used to watch Blue Heelers a lot when it was first on, and they had a character that was the local town reporter, and he literally would just like barge into John Wood's office and go, "What's the scoop? What's going on? Anyone get murdered today?" And he yeah. was like this pain in the ass where they'd always be yeah. pushing him out the door. He was like real fat and like real dumb looking. Yeah. And I used to go, "That used to like all the all the cop stuff and the the big crime in a small town I could handle, but that." was just so slapsticky that I hated it. I was like, that's not really happening. But now I hear that's actually... Yeah, that was me. That's how... Yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> trying to be that guy. <laughs> that no, was I was in Blue Heelers. I played a... Uh, oh. I, played a I played a... You know, what are those cops called? Like an investigative internal affairs cop. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Setting up another cop. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he had an awesome gun. Had a gun called a Norenko, which is a Chinese... 
a Chinese 45, but, you know, just a sweet-ass gun. Like, that would be a worry as a director when you're casting someone as a cop and the first thing they do is walk in and go, oh, this is a sweet gun. <laughs> yeah. oh, I was totally into the gun. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Is this real or is this one of those shit prop ones? <laughs> <laughs> Let's fucking find out. Oh, we were watching a film the other night. Uh, what was it? Um, this is like three nights ago. Oh, it was called Six Ways to Die. It was kind of an all right kind of a, a film. It was a bit of a, an Out attempt. It's a bit of an attempt at, at, at a kind of mixture of, uh, of pulp fiction. <laughs> I'd give it a, I'd give it a six and a half, seven. Six so ways to die out of ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's done it again. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to interject. Six ways to come out of ten. <laughs> Leave Goldstein. We've got a new one. We've peaked. Learn from the master. The very last, the very last credited performance was Delivery Man Two, and I went, "Someone's ripping off my gear." Oh, because you're famous for playing Delivery Man Two. I'm very. In fact, that's even in the in the the first couple pages in the yeah of the book where it says the things you've done. It does say appeared in Neighbours and in brackets as Delivery Man Two. Hang on, there's a mention of soccer in here. Quite a lot. Taking that. There's quite a few mentions of soccer. You yeah, should have just called the book Rip. <laughs> you should have just called the book Delivery Man Two, just to like really people are like, no, I'm going to try and find the first one. Yeah. <laughs> really, really Delivery Man Two. Yeah, yeah the, the follow up, the follow up to the great, uh, the, the great novel I Was in Blue Healers. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the follow up to Sweet Gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that's what I was going to say about the uh, Mirror Advertiser. So. Uh, my friend made the front cover and he was like, I guess I'm the new Puma. Because back when we lived there, this, there was this crazy Puma? there's like, this crazy editor that just used to lead every week with there is a Puma in the forest. Yes. <laughs> every week. Yeah, I love that. Any it, big cat, any cat bigger than a normal cat, people say, it's the Meribara Puma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, a real country yeah. thing. It's like, yeah. it's, it's almost... There's one of the Nongs, I think, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I reckon it's a pride thing. Like, it's just like, oh, it might be a shit town, but... We've got a huge thing that, like, He-Man needs to fucking stab. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what they had in, uh, in Penrith in, um, in Sydney at one stage. This is, like, when I was doing radio up there, which is, like, 12 years ago. They were trying to say there was a panther loose. Yeah. And you're going, oh, how convenient. In the Penrith Panthers is oh, their yeah. local rugby league team. There just happens to be a panther. Not a polar bear yeah. or a giraffe, you know. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, a, it's, a, it's the same as that. A It'd giraffe like, on the loose that no one can confirm its existence is pretty <laughs> yeah. great. They just keep getting away. Yeah. <laughs> we think there might be an elephant. There's we, rumours yeah. that there's an elephant. We keep yeah. looking down holes. We can't find one single giraffe. <laughs> there's there's rumours that there's an elephant, but no one likes to talk about it in the pub. Uh, <laughs> a, we had a, I grew up in a small town in Kansas. We had a mythical gay guy. <laughs> That's no, no way. Yeah. I wouldn't have believed that. People spotted him. Yeah. <laughs> there's a real thing. That's a real country town thing. Where, you know, like you said, the Dandenongs and, and up yeah, there. Yeah. It's just a thing that I reckon a lot of small areas have got. And it, I would always go, why would there be a puma? Or why is there a panther? Like, that's... <laughs> they're, they're not, not even from this country. Yeah, they're not what's, native to yeah. here. What's your logic? A puma could be anywhere. Why would it choose Mary <laughs> yeah. No, but because they're not... one of Sydney. It's got the Opera House. It's got the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have a cinema in Maribor. Yeah. Why would there be a puma here? Yeah. We don't have McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> so I know pumas have taste. They yeah. not be hanging out here. Uh, Mike, did you no, have no, any... No, no, oh, but literally, sword. I haven't okay. finished. I'm very sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't finished with my sweet puma anecdotes. <laughs> but this is what they would say. This is what people would say. Oh, I'd go, why is there a puma? People would go, oh, it was a, it's a big army thing. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, it's like, I know what it is. Yep. Yeah, they, would, they had this theory, and it's obviously the same everywhere in the yep. country. Like, oh, no, the, the army bring pumas out here. Yep. I'm oh, like, why? The, Amer- the American army, it's a swap. 
What it is, and this, this is apparently what happened in, uh, supposedly happened in Hobart when the gun buyback thing happened, when um, all that shit went down at Port Arthur. Um, there was at one stage an American ship, because they all come into Hobart, uh, came in and their, their, mo- their um, emblem or their, you know, their, their whatever you call those things. Mascots. Or, yeah, mascot, yeah, 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 was yeah. the Tasmanian Devil, the spinning around yeah, Warner yeah, Brothers yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. So they wanted a breeding pair of... Tasmanian devils. So apparently, they set up a thing with some dudes in Hobart where, for a you know, like a shipping container full of M16s, they got a breeding pair of of these things. So you know, apparently, somewhere hidden in in Hobart buried, there's a shipping container full of, for when the government come for our guns. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah, or if the government come for our breeding pair of, you know, <laughs> of. Uh, but also, you think got I a breeding pair of road runners? I wonder, yeah. what, wonder what Miraburra swapped for pumas. Like <laughs> a pair of pumas. Yeah, like, yeah. What, what's They gave them some meth heads or no, something. They got, they got sweet articles on local soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they've got the original scores. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike, what I was going to ask, you know, so you're saying you're from small town. Any crazy? Any, what's 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 making headlines in the in the Kansas Advertiser? Ooh, Kansas uh, Star, Kansas yeah. City Star. Oh, very good. Oh, you know it. Yeah, you know yeah, the local well, I'm paper. From Michigan, we're we're American buddies. Uh, of course. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Making headlines, Kansas City Star. It's close to Denver, and they're still very upset that weed is legal across the board because uh, they feel like they're next in the. Uh, in the way that, you know, local Midwest politics works. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and they don't want that? They don't want that right. at all. Yeah, yeah, super religious, very Bible Belty through there. And it would be good. I mean, Denver, I was born in, but then I ended up in Kansas. But, uh, yeah. Is Kansas, we're not in Kansas anymore. Is that, is it, what is it? Dorothy, in, that's Wizard in, of Oz. Is yeah. that Kansas that she says? We're not yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Do you, you know her, Dorothy? <laughs> I've met, I, we hung out a few times. <laughs> yeah. um, the tornado, actually, she ended up in someone's weed-fueled dream in Denver. <laughs> oh. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, is there, like, where did you move away from there? Kansas is... Kansas. Right in the middle, Mid-west. right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Kansas is the state, not the city, is it? Kansas City is the name of the city. Yeah, but, but there's Kansas, Kansas City, Kansas, and Kansas City, Missouri, which right. is the neighboring state. Is that, is that near Texas? I kept thinking Kansas. It's, it's state north, so it goes Texas, Oklahoma, and then Kansas. Okay. Yeah, I can... Do a whole geography lesson. <laughs> That'd be great. That's what the listeners really want. <laughs> That'd be good. I could yeah. do that. This is the learning portion of the show. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. right, yeah, right in the Midwest. I wouldn't know what's making news. I'll be back there next week. So oh, really? um, if, really? you guys, if you guys want me to do a Sweet. how long are you going back deal? for? Uh, two weeks. Because yeah. Mike's Mike's got a, a kind of a good thing going, I and mean, we've both spent, well, Mike spent fucking years in in WA, but I've been in the last couple of years. I've spent a lot of time there, but Mike. Uh, well, pretty much Mike and Sammy Shah get all the really and and Pete Rose. Well, Rosethorn probably gets the gold. Yeah, he gets these the guys top get, corporate. Yeah, they get yeah. the silver and and uh, they get uh, you know like a lot of a lot of good work. And Mike because there's is about now, th- three comedians. That's in. A, that's, yeah. that's yeah. me, Sammy, and Pete. Yeah. 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 But Mike's now living here, but goes back, probably spends more time going back than he does here. I go back to Perth so I can afford rent in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, it's a, but it's one really th- interesting thing about WA, and I was saying this, we drove back from Margaret River together um, listening to David Cross. Yeah, uh, who's fucking hilarious. But uh, we CD or was he in the car? CD. No, he was in the car, but he <laughs> wouldn't speak, so we had to play one of his CDs. Weird turn. It's an awkward <laughs> trip. Yeah. Good thing you asked that question. That's a really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We would never have got that yeah. out. Paid off. But, um, but 
I was saying, you know, because it's a th- like a three-hour drive or two-and-a-half-hour drive from Margaret River to Perth. And uh, I was saying in WA you get really used to, you know, like Mike was saying, you know, like a five-hour drive is not, is not like you know out of you know surprising at all. Mm. Like yeah, you know, in Melbourne, if you if you get a gig in Victoria and you have to drive more than two hours, you're like fuck. This is you know driving me nuts. Yeah, yeah you WA, ask first who else is in the car with you. Yeah, who yes, else yeah. is doing the gig? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, often in in the WA ones too, with the mining ones, it's you. It's just you. And I was saying you know, in future because I I did one that was so soul destroying. I I actually thought about giving up comedy afterwards, <laughs> but I thought in future. If I was doing one of those gigs for like five or six grand, I'd give a grand away to some, you know, new comic just to come, just so there's someone else with you, don't you reckon? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so much, it's so much easier to handle. Whether it goes well or badly, it's always good to have someone else there. So if it goes well, you've got someone else to go, yay! And if Felita, it badly, you, you still owe me that grand. But I was going to say, if it goes really badly, you don't have to pay the other act. <laughs> yeah, they've got to help you come up with your set list on the way there, yeah. and they only get their money if you do well. Yeah, like yeah, an incentive yeah. program for I, I heard a bad gig story about you, and see, let's see if it's true. I don't know how long ago this was. At least it's not a he didn't turn up to a gig story. No, 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 yeah. no, no. No, but this is you. This was you mm. telling the story of how yeah. badly it went. This you said. That uh, I think uh, you went to a mining gig or something. It was at a bad time of the yeah. day. It was it went so badly, and you were health wise no good as well. Yeah, and the yeah. gig went so bad that you then said, "Man, I think the only thing stopping me from killing myself after this <laughs> was the was the idea of my coffin being brought out with the pallbearers wearing fucking high vis." <laughs> yes, <then>. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that was now that was. I wish I'd made that up. I think that might have been Mooney who made it up about me because I rang Mooney. Oh, I right. rang Mooney going, "Oh man, I've just had this gig. It was so terrible. Like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really seriously thinking. You know, if I'd been one of those remotely depressed people, I would have thought about killing myself. But instead, I was thinking, oh, maybe I should give up comedy. You know, <laughs> but it was just a terrible gig. So this know? was on a mind site. Yeah, because yeah. I've had terrible. Yeah. It's on a mine site. But then even if they so, go so terribly... Let's get, this, this is a concept in WA. There's all the mining. Yeah. And this is a regular thing, isn't it? That people just ship in comedians. Yeah. 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 Instead of them going out five hours, seven hours to see any form of yeah. entertainment, this is the cheapest way of doing it, isn't it? To bring yeah. ship yeah. comedians in. And yeah. it means they don't leave. It's, it's their place too. So they're, you know, it's, it's, oh, it's quite like a odd. prison camp. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. That's the yeah. atmosphere. And yeah. I, I had a gig go so badly on a mine site that halfway through I go, oh, well, at least I don't fucking work on a mine site. You're seeing canaries die yeah. as your comedy's <laughs> going on. <laughs> yeah. Well, my one, my one is one of the few gigs where I've actually given up. Like halfway through I just went, no, like, no, 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 and put the mic back in the stand and went. And then the next day... The uh, people who worked there, because I had two gigs. Oh, and, so you uh, got to stay. You yeah, got to see all these people. Oh the yeah, next day. yeah, yeah. And I was just hiding in my little fucking unit. But they, um, and, and it's like a portable. It's not a unit. It's like a little portable, you know, horrible thing. And they called me in the next day and said, "No, you're right for tonight." And I went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Look, I said, "I'm sorry. Last night was just one of those things out of the bag." And I just, and, and also, you know, it was it was set up pretty badly. It was like, you know, just all these people sitting in a room, and then suddenly a guy just hands me a mic and goes, "Go for it." Yeah. Oh, wait, were you yeah. indoors for this? Yeah, I was kind of. It wasn't. It was like an outdoor thing, but covered. Oh yeah, because it's the wet mess. Yeah, yeah. Ninety-nine percent of the time, so you're outside, 
It's yeah. the sun hasn't even set yeah, usually because yeah, yeah. they all, the bar shots are like nine p.m. Yeah, so they yeah. just want it done. And so it also they're on different shifts as well. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. like you, yeah. you can be performing at six a.m. Yeah, yeah, I did one. And they all get little cards. Yeah. You get cards. I've I've got mine with me where you get you ha- you're only allowed to get two drinks and you've got to show your little oh, card. Oh yeah, and then mid strength camps are yeah, just yeah. brutal because yeah. 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 that's the that's the little. Wheatstone oh, wow. Project bar card. Oh, well, that know? could never be pirated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So was that was Wheatstone where you had the rough yeah, one? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So did you do a nighttime and a morning one, or was no? It, it was, was going to be two nighttimes, but um, they called me in the next day and said, "Are you right to do it?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah." And then about two hours later, they called me in again, and it was the woman plus her super, her superior this time. And they went, "Are you okay to do the gig tonight?" And I went, "Yeah, yeah." I've explained it. I said, "Yeah, it was a it was a." Bad gig, I said, but I didn't like the way it was set up. But you know, look, I'll approach it differently tonight. I'll just be more punchy because they didn't want to hear stories. I was telling kind of fleety stories, and now they wanted punchy. I said, okay, so I'll change up that stuff. They called me in a third time in the afternoon, and the third time I went, I'm getting the distinct impression you don't want me to do this. (laughs) And they went, yeah, we think it'd be better not to, you know. uh, (laughs) I actually have a Wheatstone site. I've story about that one that going there and they had the idea that okay you get up and do 15 minutes and then we're going to do an open mic for all the boys on the site and yeah so they've all you know we've had a few of them sign up during the week and so you just you do your thing and then introduce them and it was already fucked because they were playing a, like a Dockers, Fremantle Dockers game. Yeah, so they, and then yeah, they, they shut turn it off. off. They turned yeah. it off uh, and then introduced me. Yes. So I just went, went on to the, just everyone just pissed off. Right? Yeah, yeah. But I just, just powered through 15 minutes. And they said the, the, the condition was if anyone gets up and if they're racist or sexist, cut it straight away. Just, just get the mic off them and then cut the whole night and then we'll just finish it. We've told them not to be racist or sexist which you're not going to tell yeah. a bunch of fucking That's weird that that's a rule on a mind site because yeah. most inner city comedy rooms don't have that rule. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but this is like a Chevron like they're all run by American companies and they're so worried about liability yeah. that they don't want anyone yeah, to be offended. Yeah, yeah. So they go as soon as someone says something racist or sexist cut it finish it off and uh, and just telling them that was a mistake you yeah. know and so I do my fi- just power through my 15 minutes after tons <laughs> of people left taking away their footy taking away their racism and sexism yeah. what have yeah. they got left <laughs> on the mind side I got nothing yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so I go alright well this is the that's the end of my set this is the open mic uh, session of the show like uh, who signed up who's getting up here right now and like it's silence you know none yeah. of them they decide after watching me up there they're yeah, like ah nah none yeah, of us I guess are going to do that I guess yeah. my nigger my nigger lesbian well, no, no, no. material's so not going to fly no yeah. so, fuck, so what happened like someone goes ah oh, if I can get Davo up Davo you do it and this old guy he's like alright so Davo gets up on stage I go Davo everyone they all clap I give him the microphone I swear to god the first words out of his mouth he goes, uh, how do you get a nigger to stop uh, raping a bunch of women? Geez. To stop raping a bunch no, no, of no, no, women? No, 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 I fucked it up. How, I fucked up his joke. <laughs> oh, how are you? Oh, <laughs> it's so good. I fucked it up. <laughs> well, goes, yeah, yeah. I had a few questions about it, yeah. but let's see you fix this joke up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll punch it up for him. No, 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 what he actually said, but I did fuck it up. He goes, how do you get a pack of niggers to stop raping a woman? Oh, oh well, this, and is, this sounds better. Gra- yeah, <laughs> Thank I, God. I grab the mic off him and I go, all right, guys, that's it. Uh, that's it. That's that's the end of the open mic. So did we find out? I was yeah. say, I, I, so I went you, and found out later. Was this actually a joke or was he trying to solve a problem that was happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it's, even though that is horrendous, I still would have wanted to oh, no. to even go now. Well, no, no. <laughs> so I had to end the set there. And you'll find the answer in these, in, things, these happen things happen by Greg Fleet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So, so it was the worst shit I ever heard, but you managed to combine the most racist, yeah. sexist shit. Because what I love about it is so you, you ended said, it. You ended it. Yeah, yeah. Did, yeah, did they the mic. get angry? Did the audience get like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. they were yelling shit out, but they were already so angry that I was like, oh, yeah. whatever, you fucks. Like, fucking, yeah. yeah, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Yeah, because yeah. like, you've gotten up and you've said no racism yeah. and no sexism. And they had been told he's, that. He's opened with that. What does he think racism and sexism is? What has he taken out of that joke? Yeah, exactly. Oh, right, but that is why he That's did. why he did it, because yeah. they told him... Oh, to prove a point. Again. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. Yeah. So this I is a sort of protest. I thought that was like the cleanest joke so he then, had. <laughs> and then what happened? What so happened fucking, I just went, all right, guys, let's see you on an open mic. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. At least I don't work on a mine site. No, I didn't. But, I, <laughs> you know, but I said, that's it. You know, like, you know, see you guys. And then uh, I was so... It, I, I had to find out what the punchline was. It wasn't even worth yeah, it. Yeah, it wasn't even worth it. Like, yeah. so I went and found him, and I said, "So what? What's the, what is? Where does that how go? do you stop a pack of? You, it's, it's just the fucking worst shit. You throw them a basketball. Oh, yeah, I know. So, uh, so I'll be back on Dum Dum every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is probably a good time to announce the little Dum Dum Club mining tour of WA. We're hitting all the hotspots, doing live podcast and interpretive dance. So get your tickets now, littledumdumclub.com. Uh, it's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Bring, so it is an insanely us. rough story, but that is uh, that's what happens when you do an open mic on a mine site. Yeah, that's yeah. You had to ask though. I would have done the same thing. Right? You can't like, get yeah. out of there. Yeah. It's going to haunt you forever. Yeah. But also, it is it is worth it. You know, in those situations. To me, it's uh, and I've, done, I've only done it. I think I've done it once or twice in my life where I've, re- I've thought ahead enough to go pay someone. You're getting paid a shitload of money. Give some to someone else just so there's someone else there with you because oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just it makes such a difference to have someone to go back with afterwards and have a drink and go. Oh my God! Was that just me? And you yeah, know, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. What a sweet yeah. gig! If you just got you were just a professional guy that gets paid to go and be friends with someone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. When you said you're thinking about uh, you were going to give up comedy, you, yeah. you thought the gig was that bad. Yeah, what, what's, really Greg, was. what's Greg Fleet doing? What's Greg Fleet getting into tomorrow if he quits oh, what's comedy? What's plan B? What's yeah. plan B for Fleet? Probably, uh, I, I guess, probably like writing and acting and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know. But what it did make me think, and this is, I think, this is what Stuart Lee did a number of years ago, and and this is what I'm going to try and do on the back. Of this, this it's book. It's called a book. Book. Because do shows. Start doing. I can't wait start to read doing it shows where you, you just go around like and all you do is you you basically stop doing comedy rooms as such, where people are just turning up to see comedy. Yeah. Right. So. You know, you want you want people to start coming to see you. Yeah, so they want, he, not the what, genre, but you. Yeah, and yeah. what what Lee what Stewart did was he started doing really small theatres all around the country. And for you know the first year he went to these you know like fifty sixty seat theatres, and he wouldn't even necessarily fill them up. But he you know he he did that for a year. The next year he did the same rooms again. This time he filled them up. The next year he did the slightly larger theatres. Yeah. And now he does the same thing, but he's working to a thousand people in each yeah. theatre he goes to, and he's preaching to the converted all the time. You know they're all they're all coming to see him. And look, there are exceptions to that rule in Melbourne there are gigs that always do like your room or something where it's actually you know your name's on the poster and it's you yeah. know you're not just getting because like during that the mindset gig I was doing it was going so badly and I knew I was doing badly as well you know I, the gig was set up badly you know all of that was bad but I was meeting it halfway you know <laughs> like yeah. but at one stage a guy yelled out 
do some Will Anderson material. Oh. And, and I thought... How do you stop a pack yeah, of... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was trying to explain... I was, trying, I was explaining, you don't do that, comics don't do that, you know, we can't, you know, do each other's material. So, you know, and he, I finally got that message through to him and then just f- finished on some Hughesy gold and I got off. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we've been talking about this, uh, this current book a bit. You've also got another book out uh, of your show, Tie-Dye, which came out... Uh... Yeah, I don't even know if that's even, you know, still available. Like, yeah. I, I, well, I have a story about this book because it sort of ties into the first time I properly met you. Because right, I'd right. seen you do a gig and uh, yeah. young 16-year-old Tommy Daslow. And you saw me do a gig and you went, fuck, anyone could do this. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And he's and like, well, this is, this is worth driving out to this mine site for. This is... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell him my favourite joke after this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, uh, I, I went out and found a copy of Tie-Dye and I read it and I loved it. And then I used to, what I did uh, a bit when I was sort of first thinking about doing comedy I went down to the Espy a fair bit on yeah. uh, I think it was Sunday afternoons Sundays Esplanade and Hotel the Esplanade yeah. Hotel a famous uh, comedy venue or yeah. ex-comedy venue um, yeah. and I I would wait for people like out the back out the stage yeah. door after they'd been on uh, to like I met Husey like early on yeah. I was pretty stoked yeah. about that and I found you uh, and I had a copy of Tide and I said oh, I'm thinking about getting into stand up and yeah I love the book and you're really great and would you sign the book for me and I actually looked in it the other day and you've said dear Tommy <laughs> See you in comedy heaven, Fleety. <laughs> Which I thought was cool, but then I look, look at it now, it's like, it's kind of threatening. Like it's kind of <laughs> <laughs> uh, hell would have been more threatening. Yeah. <laughs> it's better than, yeah, see you in comedy hell, which is uh, sitting here doing a podcast, it would have been more, yeah, exactly. would have been more accurate. Yeah. <laughs> it came true. Yeah. Well, there's a gig on through the next wall where people are getting paid. <laughs> 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 Back to the book, the the new book. These things happen. It is very impressive. You, you've got a great. Uh, it's a great designed book to start with. Great cover, yeah, and then you've got cover. a sweet, a sweet uh, quote. Uh, design mm. plus the quote, sweet combo, as yes. Greg Fleet would say. Yeah. Um, you got. You really have to read it. Irvine Welsh, author yes. of Train Spotter. Yeah, that was train spotting. Uh, train spotting. Um, yeah, it's a that was activity, uh, not just one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> about a guy, but no. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, the publishers, I, I don't know exactly how it works because Pam McMillan only published in Australia and New Zealand. So if, if it gets published overseas, I've got to get a publisher overseas to do it, not them. But, uh, and they can hook me up with an overseas publisher. But they must handle his stuff here or something because they sent him a copy of the book and he surprisingly read it and really liked it and, um, you know, sent, sent a... There's a, a more elaborate quote on the back from him, you know, involving that. But... Um, I was going to say, because of the quote, it's like I've got a couple of questions about it because it's like you really have to read it. Is it that's oh, meant because is it one of those quotes? Is it one of those ones where you, you're trying not to say this is great? You're going, you really have to read it, dot, 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 to appreciate how shit yeah, yeah. it is. Or is that you're him really, quoting the email that he got from the publisher? <laughs> no, 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 you really have to read it because it, it's a terrible hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I I actually sent him uh, – his email address was on, on the thing when they – you know, because the publisher got the quote and immediately sent it to me going, oh, my God, look what we got. And I sent him an email saying, oh, look, you know, thanks very much. It's really helpful and, you know, all that kind of stuff and I really appreciate it. And surprisingly, he got back to me within about three or four hours, sent me a, a really nice email because uh, we both support Edinburgh Hibernians, who are a terrible um, yeah. s- football, uh, yep. soccer team. Yes. And all their scores have hey, been ripped out of the... I've got the whole catalogue of theirs. All their scores have been torn out of the Scotsman. Advertiser, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, 
he sent me you know, a really lovely email back and I sent him one, he sent me another one. So we're now kind of email buddies. But he lives in, uh, he lives in Chicago now oh. and uh, I, don't, I don't know exactly what he does there. But um, Well, I like the idea of like, the publisher mm-hmm. sort of going, geez, a bit of heroin references in this. Yeah. Who do we know? Oh, yeah, yeah Vine Welsh, he, he loves a bit of smack in his books. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you reckon yeah. about this, Walshie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Stacks smack up with what I know. The rest of it, shit, the smack bits are good. Yeah. <laughs> the smarky bits are good. But I, um, I, speaking of saying the wrong things, like saying at least they don't work in a mind site, there's a thing in there about this, the legendarily, the worst gig I've ever had, which goes down uh, in Edinburgh history. In the UK, people still talk about this gig as being one of the just stunningly bad gigs like so bad that it was actually kind of admirable and fascinating but would Irvine will say you really have to have seen it yeah 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 but um I said at one stage somebody you know people started you know I was racked up on coke and really pissed and I'd, I'd been getting all these great reviews so I was a bit of a media darling and I started thinking I'm a fucking star I'm, I'm the king of Edinburgh <laughs> so because I roll up and do late and live and most other people like Boothby Graffo and uh, Bill Bailey and a few people who were on just turned around and went I'm not going on they're, they're pissed and they're angry I'm not doing it and I was like come on don't be lightweight it's going to be great we're going to smash it and so I go out I didn't even think about what I was going to do I go out as I walk out on stage this big lump of coke goes down the back of my throat and it's like this <laughs> and then I trip over and don't quite fall over but trip but not that sort of trip like oh he's tripped on the mic cord but more that sort of trip like that guy's lost the ability to perform rudimentary functions <laughs> like walking, you know. So I get out and people start going, he's fucked, he's smashed, he's fucking pissed, he's shite, he's shite and Australian, right. I hear a guy yell out, he's shite and Australian and I go, oh, sorry, mate, sorry, Scottish, mate, that I'm shit in Australian. We can't all be from a suburb of England, right, which just, oh, so goes, oh. we can't all be from a suburb of England whose main exports are shortbread and heroin. <laughs> <laughs> and they fucking rioted. They just fucking hated me. <laughs> Great. Oh, does Sc- is Scotland well known for their heroin? Um, Are they well known for their shortbread? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew oh, okay. that more than that. They're, um, that one stage, the uh, one stage, Glasgow. Uh, I think it was Glasgow, and possibly and Edinburgh. No, but were the the HIV, the intravenous HIV capitals of Europe, like. Uh, they got that title. They had to fight hard for that title from uh, <laughs> Poland, I think. But um, no, they, they had uh, just from all the housing estates and everything because Australia is actually really ahead of the game in that Australia has like needle exchanges and all that kind of, you know, ed- drug education and stuff. Whereas there they were just so in denial about it and also they give so little a shit about the, you know, their class system is just fucking horrible. Is there a trip advisor for drug users? <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> yep. What you do is you, what I used to do was go in, uh, go on um, Lonely Planet and look up, go to the city I was going to go to and then look up, plate where they always have a thing that goes, places not to go. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, they've always got, like, this place is a bit dangerous or yeah. this place is a bit sus. And I reckon, and I might be wrong, that they're putting that in there for that reason because they know a lot of people are going to go, where are we going to be able to get pot or whatever? Yeah, and, right. you know, and, and it never failed me. I'd go, right, this is the area. I'd go there and they'd just be like, oh, my God, this is drug heaven. <laughs> wow. I had a similar thing recently because I talked about this briefly on the show and it happened, but uh, me and Dilruk Jasinger went to get a massage together in the Melbourne CBD. Nice. And I uh, got offered a hand job at the end of it, which mm. was a new experience for Happy me. Happy ending. By Dil? Yeah, or... <laughs> yeah I paid for the massage. 
you as he's hooking yeah, up. Outside the building. <laughs> uh, and I was just thinking about it, like, because I didn't know that was, like, Dill didn't know that that, that, that was what the place was going to do. And I was thinking when I got home, I'm like, yeah, if you're, if you're into that, like, if you want the happy ending, what's the resource on the website, on the, on the internet? You know what I mean? Like, there must be. Right, and so yeah. I started trying to Google just to find. Compare and I couldn't ones find. That, yeah. I couldn't yeah. find, like, where do you, yeah, if you really want it. And Is then there I a magic found, word? Yeah. Well, TripAdvisor, there's just like. So if you go to Lonely Planet, like Fleety's thing, is there a bit in Lonely Planet where it's like, if you want a place where you're really not going to come, yeah. go yeah. to this place? <laughs> well, it's, it's, called, the... it's called Super Lonely Planet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the opposite where it's like, there's a, I think it was TripAdvisor or one of them where it just goes, yeah, yeah, great massage, great service, um, girls are really nice, and yeah, they'll jack you off at the end. It's like, who's moderating this? <laughs> they'll really? jack you off yeah. at the end. Yeah. Jesus. So it's just, it's not even hidden, it's just, it's just out there on a, on a, Family website. Yeah, that's amazing. That's bizarre. I, I love the Lonely Planet. Like, if that's a real code, like if if writers are actually sort of putting that in there, going nudge nudge, wink wink, like yeah, yeah, this I is wonder. an actual an actual thing. Well, I kind of I, I wouldn't be surprised because you know you think of hey, I'm not talking about heroin and stuff like that, but I mean for the amount of young people that travel that read those things that would want to go, you know, either you know in in, in you know, barley or something, get some pot or some you know, and, and acid the, or something. And the writers you know. back in the day, when they're compiling those Lonely Planets, yeah. it's all dudes that are just backpacking. Yeah, exactly. Well. So they're the thinking. guys that need to know that information. Yeah. So they would know fully about those areas. Yeah. Now they're there yeah. on the company card, you know, they're staying in nice hotels. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. They're not getting the real experience. Because the Lonely Planet guide would be uh, something that was used 20 years ago by just backpackers. Yep. Now yeah. there's a lot more. Well, that's when I was doing it, was yeah. 20 years ago. But, and also um, at one stage, the guy who was in charge of Lonely Planet was, uh, um, oh, God, the brother of the Irish, the Irish Sean, Sean Hughes. Oh, he's Irish a comedian. Yeah, yeah. His oh. brother was um, who lives in Australia, who's actually married to my ex-girlfriend Janie. He's married to her sister. But he um, he was in charge of it for a while, and uh, yeah. So uh, knowing what I do about him, that would have definitely been part of <laughs> right, the, yeah. part of the picture. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, talking about uh, oh, actually, just to go back to the book quickly, Fleet. We were talking about this uh, a little while ago. The last time I saw you, do you have plans for an audiobook version of this book? Oh. Uh, I would I would hope so, and and I would hope that I get to do it with the last book, the one you're talking about, tie dye. Yeah, they got some other dude to do it. And you think, God, if you've got a performer who's written a book, you'd think that, and it's a, and it's a biography, yeah. an autobiography. You think you'd maybe see if he wanted. So I'm hiccuping because I'm drinking beer too <laughs> You think you might want to get him to do it, but um, so I don't know. I mean, I hope so. I hope. Uh, well, if they're not going to let you to do it, let you do it. What about a pitch? What about the little dum dum club? Read a chapter <laughs> each of Greg Fleet's book. Yeah, oh, that'd be Carl read it at the exact same time. <laughs> it's unlistenable. I would actually. Yeah. That would actually be great. You, you going chapter for chapter would be. Uh, I'd, I'd definitely be into or that. Or one word each, like a bad impro game. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. One word at a time story. Yeah. <laughs> word at a time biography. Before the before we started but you got a bookmark in here and I said oh is it, you are only up to this bit and you're like yeah, yeah I haven't read the book so, <laughs> so I don't want to spoil it but I'm, I just found out what happens at the end uh, do I live fuck it's not good oh, <laughs> no. you end up in comedy heaven which is uh, it's not bad with, with, but unfortunately it's not with Tommy Daslow it's with Tommy Bissett <laughs> <laughs> 
bok choy. Skewer reference to a thing that happened in our real lives. Let's yes. talk about yeah. on the show. And well, it involves the, bok choy. The very last chapter of your book is called This is the Beginning, so the editor has really fucked this They've up. They've really so. fucked it up. The <laughs> editor is good. the editor is uh, now a very good friend of mine. She's awesome. I'll tell you what. Christopher it, Nolan? It, the uh, editing is, uh, is something <laughs> I didn't understand. The um, the editor I had for my the first book, which was like 12 years ago or something, I think I met once and spoke to her on the phone twice. This person I spoke to virtually every day. She is a gun. She was so fantastic. And her ideas were great, very creative, uh, really supportive, and also really loved – this is the bit that sold me on it. She loved the book. She wrote an email not to me but to the, the head of the company going, you know, I really want to edit this book. I love it. It's fantastic. It's inspiring. It's, you know, funny. It's sad. But then also said – you know, but, you know, we could work on this and this and this. And that's what you want. You want someone who really loves it, but not blindly, not just goes, like, it's the best thing ever, but goes, I really love this and I reckon we can improve on it. You yeah, know, this, can, this yeah. chapter in the middle that's just a joke about a pack of N-words, I don't think yeah. that's, <laughs> that's yeah. not fit to print, if you ask me. I yeah. should have said N-word, God damn it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah we where do allow that. We, uh, we're, we're fine uh, with censorship uh, on this podcast. Right. Where are we going to get all those basketballs? Uh. <laughs> uh, well, can I bring this up? We're talking about uh, travel a little bit. There's a very loose segue. I was in Sydney the other week doing some gigs and... Uh, Save for your book, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stop showing off. This, this, is a, this will be a pretty great chapter one day. Um, I, uh, we, were, we just got the announcement that we were about to come into land, so, you know, that, yeah. that, little, that little pre-warning that they give you. Where you're asleep, just, just so they can wake you up half an hour before, you just go, why the fuck couldn't you have just said that? You know, when we are actually coming into land. Yeah, fair, he, think... was, he was flying to Sydney. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, Catching up on a sweet eight minutes of Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we get the announcement and I kind of need to go to the toilet. So I thought, oh, I'll just, I'll, I'll get up and I'll do this now just before we come into land. So I'm, I'm in the toilet and I've got the door locked and uh, I've been in there for like maybe a minute and then there's a, there's a knock on the door of the toilet and I'm thinking this is just a... This is just them giving it a bit of, hey, hey, we're just about to flick the flick yeah. the seatbelt sign on, wrap it up and get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So wipe that thing. Snap <laughs> yeah. it off. There's the knock. Literally one second later, the door unlocks from the other side. Oh. Not to be too graphic. I'm doing yeah. number twos. I'm yeah. sitting there, yeah. the most vulnerable you can ever be yes. in your whole yes. life. Yeah. The door flings open. This flight attendant barges in. She's got a cup noodle in her left hand. Oh. She then sees me sitting there going, just, I'm just out to the world. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going, whoa. And she goes, oh, sorry, I didn't know there was anyone in here. I thought, I thought this, this door often locks itself from the inside. <laughs> and the, only way, the only way to appease the gods of the lock is to bring them a cup of noodles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, was, I was thinking we'd have to discuss this and unpack it, but you've just, you've just given me my answer in one, in one deft sentence. <laughs> She brought a cup of noodles. A cup. She was, why, yeah, she was why going did she in have... there to take a cup noodle, uh. and she gave the knock. Didn't even give me time to. I didn't know I had to answer. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I have to go. There's someone in here. There's obviously someone in here. <laughs> the it's doors locked. locked. From the inside. <laughs> it's a vac. It's a sealed. It's not like someone can lock it and then crawl. Up <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a brain. She thought, oh, someone's probably just jumped out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's just... jumped out the window as a joke. Yeah. yeah, one of the most brutal things that's ever happened to me on a flight. So then I had to just like, qu- quickly finish up and walk out and have an awkward... Yeah, sorry, miss, you have to eat your noodles out there like a <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. That, is that her thing? She eats noodles on the toilet. I don't like, know. So I don't bizarre. know what. Maybe it's just like she just yeah wanted a bit of private time or... <laughs> I can't, I cannot work I, it out. Are you one of those people... This, I'm very much like this. I can't cope with someone watching me do poo. 
Like, I, I, I went out with a, have that conversation. I went, I went out with a girl. How many people are no, no, to, to oh, do that? Mate, I know people who are really cool with it. I went out with a girl who would sometimes call me into the, she'd call me into the, yeah, wherever the bathroom, and I'd, I'd walk in. And whatever, she, I thought, the bathroom I thought, I thought or whatever. Well, I thought she'd be doing what you're saying. She's sitting on the, she'd be sitting on the toilet. Lovely woman, you know, great chick. We went out with each other for a few years, but she's sitting on the toilet. She'd be talking to me, going, oh, Fleety, um, we've got to make sure when we go down to, and you should be grunting out of poo. Like, and I'd be like, I would be having an anxiety attack, yeah. thinking, how can you do this? Like, yeah. like, when I poo, I nail the door shut. I'm like, it's like a Warner Brothers cartoon. Hey, I thought you know? me too, but sometimes even that's not secure enough. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, not and if someone's got a cup of noodles in yeah. there, they'll yeah. get through anything. No, yeah, no one's ever been mid-poo and gone, someone probably wants to eat noodles in here. I should hurry. You were having an anxiety attack watching your oh, girlfriend. Well, yes. If she'd handed you a cup of noodle, you probably would have been fine. Oh, absolutely. Now I've got something to do. Now yeah. I'm going to take Fine. my mind off. I was already yeah. finding it a little bit disgusting for your girlfriend to be calling you by your nickname, <laughs> <laughs> let alone her shitting as she's doing that. Yeah. But yeah, I just cannot. I, yeah, I can't cope with that at yeah, all. But that's See, chapter four. These things crapping. <laughs> 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 and that's all we got time for this week. I think that actually is all the time. Yeah, we all right. You guys are fine with wrapping it up. Yeah, yeah well, sure. thank you. Well, uh, Greg Fleet, the book These Things Happen comes out... In about a week. Yep. In about a week. So and about and August. Uh, yeah. Well, it's August 25th, but uh, there's a launch. Oh, guess what else happens on August 25th? Your this birthday. It's birthday. Oh, oh, you get a copy. So, Mum, if you're listening, I'd love a copy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, there's, a, there's a launch. Um, well, there's a launch in Adelaide on the, the 25th at the uh, Belgian Beer Cafe. There's um, a couple of launches in Melbourne in early September at uh, the Wheeler Centre. But I'm um, doing the 7.30 report next week. There's a chapter of the book going into... The Good Weekend next weekend. Oh, excellent. That's yeah. sweet promo. Yeah, so there's some, some great... What some about Ralph Magazine? Any chapters <laughs> being put in there? Uh, there's, there's one called I Cracked a, um, I cracked a Stannis, which is like any, cracking... Any pictures a, of your missus doing a bog on the dunny? Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. That's, Blue Weekly that's, this week? That's, or? That's, that's I Cracked a Stannis. It's like it's like cracking a... a you know, when people go, I Cracked a Bacchus because it's halfway to Ballarat, so it's half about... <laughs> it's like... What? Cra- yeah, they, people go, I Cracked a Bacchus Marsh because it's halfway to Ballarat, so it's half a fact. <laughs> so... We now there's this Perth comic and I now who talk about cracking a Stannis Baratheon. <laughs> and, uh, what does that mean? Oh, it's from uh, it's from Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. It, uh, right. But um, and it and it that actually means nothing knowing that. It's like yeah, it's like going I cracked a Steve. What's that from? Oh, it's from a, you know it's from the Wire. Oh, right, cool then. <laughs> but. Um, uh, right, so, yeah. the so there's launches in most, most cities. Bring your cup noodle along. Yeah, bring your cup noodle. Great afternoon. Do a poo, get a free ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Big mistake. I'm the Pan McMillionaire financially equipped to hold up this bug. Yeah. How do you sign this thing? Yeah. <laughs> Smear sign. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, I thought Goldstein was going to be the offensive yeah. one, but anyway. <laughs> he started strong, but then, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike, what do you got coming up that you would like to play? Like yeah. gigs all over the place at the moment. Yeah, gigs all over the place. At uh, Mike G. Steen on Twitter. That's the one. And then Sydney Comedy Festival Showcase Tour in oh, yep. every regional 
town on the east coast. Oh, yeah. So yeah, cool. If you haven't seen, uh, I, I say this as a Greek fleet elder statesman of comedy. If you haven't seen uh, Mike G, get along and see him. He's a fucking yeah. shit hot comic, good guy. And uh, good thing he added Holland in there, or that would have been a real bug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, all around, a shit a yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a very shit heavy. He's an all round <laughs> decent man. Put it this way: comic. you need a cup of noodles if you're going to see Goldstein. So. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. I will second that. Uh, yeah. Go out of your way, look Mike up, uh, make yeah. your way down to one of his gigs. Yep. Very fun. For sure, comedian. very fine, fine dude. Uh, we've also got our live episodes happening October the 18th in Perth, oh, our yeah. live recording plus big stand-up show with guests coming over because, as we've said, there's no good comedians left in Perth. There is, there is some. <laughs> it just peaks and then they all leave and then that peaks and then they all leave. It's, yep. it's, a, it's a regular thing. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. Uh, you guys should get uh, Mikey. You'll be over there at that no, point. No, he won't be. No, yeah, I'm missing it by a week. Sammy Shah. Yeah, get Sammy. Get Sammy. He's, He's fucking annoying. awesome. Yeah, we'll see about that. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, just no, I like Sammy. He's, he's pretty, from Pakistan. Yeah, I like Sammy. I like Sammy a lot. Yeah, we we, well, you know he's been on uh, QI recently. Yeah, we've already, we've actually already booked all our guests. So yeah. what about yeah. me? Oh, don't worry about. Well, you, you don't live in Perth. <laughs> well, I, I've been spending a lot of time there, and I'll be there at that time. It's Will my, you actually, really? I think I might be. Well, let's talk about this. It's all my right. birthday is on the thirteenth of October, which is similar to your birthday, except yours is in August. On a different date. None of the numbers are the same, and the month isn't the same either. Same year. Same year. (laughs) And you're not even in the same city at the time. Yeah, whatever. We've also got Adelaide, November the 17th. Same deal. Yep. Uh, big stand-up show plus podcast. Tickets for all those things, littledumdumclub.com. And look, Sydney, we've deprived you of us for too long. Let's 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 lock something in. Let's yep. look into this in the next couple of yep. weeks. Let's we'll find the 17th of August in Adelaide. No. No. Oh, okay. 17th September. Yep. Okay. No. No. November. 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 Oh, yeah. God. Is that your birthday? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you are psychic. <laughs> oh, I just cracked a Stannis. That was amazing. Oh, Stannis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all, right. all right, guys. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mate. mate.